welcome to the Bedford Blues podcast. Here we are again, September, and it all starts over. The championship season for 2011-12 is upon us. I've been backstage at Goldington Road pre-season, talking to some established players, some of the new boys on the block, and some of the management behind the team that is Bedford Blues. We start with Alex Ray, filling in the captaincy in James Pritchard's World Cup absence. Then we talk to Dom Barrell, one of the new boys, bought from Saracens over the summer. And we also talk to Daryl Vienendahl and Sasha Harding about how pre-season is going for them. We nip in for a cup of tea with Neil Cochran and Phil Bolton. And also, later on in the programme, we'll get to talk to Jamie Bain, the strength and conditioning coach for Bedford Blues, and two new boys from London Irish who are making quite an impact. Jamie Leonard and John Fisher. Should be good. Here we go, the Beffer Blues podcast for the preseason. It is the Bedford Blues uh, podcast, early season, it is August, I've managed to track down Alex Ray. Alex, you've just come off the training field, a good session tonight. How is it generally pre-season? Does it feel good to be back? No, yeah, I was, I, I personally, I love pre-season and um, no, I'm really enjoying it. The new boys we've brought in seem to be fitting in really well and slowly and surely I think you're starting to see things are starting to come together but obviously a few weeks off so still a few things need tweaking and obviously you never know with new players how we're all going to jail but signs so far are good, we're enjoying it, everyone's got a good buzz around the place. Is, is that what it's all about, getting people to know each other and understand each other? Rugby's one of those games where communication and know-how is all about it. Is that what it's all about, or is there, is there a little bit more to it? Um, obviously, there's set plays and things like that, but I think half the battle is building that team spirit and getting the new boys involved in the banter and just general everything going on around the club, and it seems to be happening, to be fair. I think we're an easy bunch to come into, to be honest, so... No, it's happening quite easy. I think the new boys would testify to that. You mentioned that word banter. I'm sure there's not a short amount of it coming yeah. your way, having been given the responsibility of uh, early season captaincy in the yeah. uh, absence of James Pritchard. That must have been quite a nice nod for yourself. To be fair, it was a worrying phone call when I seen Mike Ray pop up uh, just as I was going to set off to training. But no, I'm just keeping a seat warm, really, until Pritchard's back. But obviously it's an honour honor to Captain Bedford. And you know, I'll just give it my best shot and... Uh, Hopefully lead by example. You had a, an enjoyable end to last season. Um, let's just look back at that. You had a, a different sort of view of the thing from number yeah. seven and, and, and that must have been very pleasing and, and you yourself must be feeling good about your game. No, yeah, I was, obviously I, we had a few injuries I think at seven and stuff and Mike said, we were joking around going, oh, I said I'd do it and he goes, yeah, we're not joking anymore, you get it. And I, to be fair, I, I quite enjoy the challenge of you know, the unknown and I did it once years and years ago, but no, I really enjoyed it. It's just it seeing different part of the game, like you said, and to be honest, I'm just happy to be playing. I'm obviously disappointed as well with the outcome of them games, but yeah, I just just love playing and I enjoyed it, so yeah, I'll play wherever. What about this year then? I mean, obviously we've just touched on the fact that obviously it is early season, but the boys seem to be coming together well. Um, is the focus any different? Is the is the aim any different than it has been? And do you think we have, we are more likely to succeed in that with with what you've seen so far? It's, Teams have signed that many players, and mm. you just you never know how they're going to pan out. But we focus on ourselves, and obviously, we didn't win anything last year. So obviously, a goal of ours has got to be to try and get that silverware and uh, just keep progressing as a club, really. I think. Mm. But um, seem no, we have signed so far, seem good. But you know, you never know till you get on the field, really, do you? A trip to Jersey next weekend. Yeah. Um, that should be good fun. Um, any ideas what's got planned? 
Uh, I did see a little sheet earlier. To be fair, it looks like there's a lot of rugby, but I think he just wants to get the boys away. And again, like we said earlier, that team spirit's the main thing. And I think I think you'll get heaps of that over there when we come back. So it should be a good time. Well, enjoy it. Enjoy that early season feeling as well. And I'm sure we'll speak to you a bit later on. See Thanks, Alex. No, see you later. And I've also managed to catch up with uh, with Don Barrell. Don, how's it how's it all going, and uh, how is it feeling integrating yourself into this wonderful new club of yours? Um, it's all going very well at the moment. Yeah, enjoying pre-season. We've put some hard work in so far. I think we've got another hard session planned tonight before we head off to Jersey. But um, yeah, I've been integrated very well. I think the boys done a good job of taking me in. And I've, you know, tried to do my best to to settle down, but I've enjoyed it, and I think it's been been a tough but pretty good pre-season. We're feeling we're building well. Good. You're in good company when you look across that sort of back row montage of players. There's some good players. It must be very exciting to to look ahead to a season with with so much good players around you. It is, yeah, definitely. I think that's you know part of the beauty of the moment this year. There's a, there's a lot of strength and depth, and you're going to need it because it's a long, a long, tough season. So we're looking forward to it. And I think you know we're going to lift each other by having so many good people around. So it can only be a good thing. What about this first uh, friendly, Saracens? What do you know about them? Um, well, a little bit. There's a little bit of insider info, so uh, I'll be keeping my ear down for a few lineups. But um, no, I think it's going to be a good game, and it's uh, you know it's going to be an exciting game. We're, we're you know certainly feeling good. Um, I think we're going to give them give them a good run this year, and uh, yeah, I mean it's just exciting. It's always nice to kind of put the pre-season block of you know, running and bits and bobs behind, and actually put in some game time now. So it's uh, it's kind of a good transitional. You know, period, and then we can obviously hit the season running. And uh, banter-wise, are you aware of who to steer clear of and who to stick close to? Well, you know, I'm making, I'm making, you know, a few friends at the moment who are keeping me on the inside loop. I think I'll obviously dish out whatever comes back my way. So <laughs> I'm well prepared. Good stuff. Thank you very much for your time, Dom. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Sam Roberts with the podcast. I've managed to catch Daryl Vienendahl. Pre-season, Daryl. How's it all going? How's it all feeling being back? Um, obviously, it's. Uh... It's always nice to come back from a long summer um, <laughs> and no one enjoys having time off and any of that sort of thing and getting back into lots of running and uh, we all sort of miss that. Um, but yeah, it's good to get back with see the boys, uh, catch up on the banter and uh, get back into uh, the old routine. Bit of banter flying about. This seems like a good, quite quick uh, team sort of gel that's happened yeah. here. Um, I mean, you would have... Ex- you would expect, obviously, the new boys, we've made quite a few signings, sort of take their time, but they've all come in, um, found their feet quite quick and uh, got on with um, getting on with the boys and uh, there's already a few nicknames going around. <laughs> I won't delve into those. I'll leave those to other people's imaginations. You yourself, you're feeling good and, and, and raring to go. I can only imagine that this pre-season probably feels too long and, and games, uh, you just want you want to sort of get involved. You in do, it. yeah, you do. I was sort of <laughs> thinking when we came back for the second half of the pre-season, thinking, hang on, it's another five weeks till the first game and sort of thinking could do with half that time sort of sort of sort of thing but um yeah it's all it is all needed i mean um you do need to take your time and make sure you cover all your bases before you hit the season because it's a long old season but we do have a few um a few good tests and saracens and um cardiff to uh make sure we we do tick all the boxes a couple of new colleagues for you in the scrum half department is that uh, bond that fraternity uh, bonding well Stefan yes, Liebenberg yes. is he is he is he immersed himself in the blues way of life um, he, he definitely has yeah me and Steph have known each other for for a short while um, but yeah he does uh, he does add some sort of uh, banter it might not be top class but it's banter nonetheless 
and uh, <coughs> um, yeah, he sort of gets. You know, he knows, he knows the drill really, and Walsh sort of uh, shows the uh, shows the way and takes a lead, and we all sort of just do as he says. But yeah, yeah, it's, def- it's definitely improving, and uh, obviously losing him is going to be a big loss. But um, we've got Stefan's obviously the next senior, so he can probably step up to the plate. Thank you very much, Dale. Good luck with this season. Thanks, Sam. This is the Bedford Blues podcast. Uh, Sam Roberts managed to catch up with Sasha Harding. Sasha, how's it going? The sun is out. This pre-season must be enjoyable for someone like yourself. Yeah, uh, it's always good when the sun's out, obviously. But um, yeah, in general, pre-season's been 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 tough but very enjoyable I mean there's a great group of lads that Mike's put together this year everyone that's come in is uh, really added to the squad and uh, there's a real sense of quality in this team now you know that you can sense in training you know, everyone's pushing each other and uh, <coughs> you know everyone's having to work hard to try and to get that get that shirt a lot of people saying that this is a good squad how would you rate it you've been here long enough how would you rate this squad at this moment in time uh, well you obviously you can't really tell until you play rugby because everyone can look good in pre-season but uh, when it comes down to the rugby I'm, I'm sure this squad's going to be uh, definitely up there with one of the best I've played in last 10 years that's for sure a nice long summer for you well theoretically if you can call it long but i know you went off and you did you enjoy a bit of surfing talk me talk me through this you're off to, off to the portugal coast and catch a few waves how long yeah. have you been doing this for yeah well i've been out a couple of times but i found a little spot um just north of lisbon a place called Eresira, um which is a bit of a mecca for surfing in portugal and in europe actually and uh i'm um you know i'm still learning uh, and I try to get down away to the coast as much as possible, but I spent a month there actually um, in June, pretty much most of June, and uh, it was amazing. It was uh, just did no training, just surfed every day, body felt brilliant, and um, just really rested my arm actually and just gave it a break and uh, and um, come back feeling, you know, feeling great, really re-energised and ready to get stuck in. You mentioned the arm. You must have had an extra sort of... Uh, feeling of wanting to get back because of that frustrating end to last season that you had you must be itching ready to go yeah definitely you know like it was it was probably one of the hardest things I've had to do really watch the boys last at the end of last year you know because we had so much potential and we should have you know we should have come away with something and to you know sit on the sidelines and not be able to be a part of it was was very frustrating but um you know those things happen you have to put them behind you and you know I'm, like you say I'm itching to get involved this year Con- wait. contact sessions have started I, a little bird tells me that you hit Neil Cochran rather hard in a, in a, is that just old habits die hard he's a, he's a championship number 7 you sort of see him and you think I've got him quite hard uh, no <laughs> nothing against Nelly he's, uh, he's obviously an outstanding player and I've, I've had to had many battles with him before but you know I was, I was pretty keen that was our first pretty much full on session and uh, I just wanted to get out there and, and test my arm out and uh, yeah it felt really good to be honest I'm really happy and it was uh, it's completely out of my mind now I just want to get on the pitch and play good stuff well good luck and uh, enjoy this uh, pre-season thank you very much Sasha cheers Sam that tonight's gonna be a good night that tonight's gonna be a good night that hi this is Brendan Burke <laughs> <laughs> keep going and this is Bedford's po- podcast <laughs> Bedford Blues podcast. Oh, Bedford Blues podcast. I'll knit it together. It's fine. <laughs> I'm James Pritchard, and this is the Bedford Blues podcast. Sasha, it's 
Sam Roberts for the uh, uh, August podcast, the Bedford Blues podcast. I'm managing to sit down and have a cup of tea with uh, two of uh, uh, two of the best Bedford Blues forwards going at the moment. One very new and one a little bit less new, and we'll come to that. Neil Cochran and Phil Bolton. Uh, good afternoon, gents. How are we? Neil, you first. New to the Blues, how's it all going? Very well, Sam. It's, um, I've thoroughly enjoyed my first um, couple of months here with uh, Bedford and Obviously, new coming down, it's going to be a big challenge moving position, but it's one that I feel that I'm working hard at, and uh, hopefully the the hard work will pay off with good rewards, really. Uh, now, I've always wanted to know this. You, you've been part of a, a championship side previously. Was there a, a question in your mind when you saw Bedford Blues and you thought, oh, I wonder what goes on behind these doors and what's it like at that club? Has it lived up to expectations? Is it what you thought it might be or a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, I know uh, a few of the boys, and I've I've known Phil for a few years, and uh, obviously speaking to the guys that I know down here, like I suppose you come down with a, a few preconceived ideas of what the club's going to be like. Um, but you know, it's it's everything that I thought it was going to be. Um, the attitude of the boys is second to none. You know, I mean, you just have to see that in pre-season training. They're uh, very committed and passionate about Bedford, and it's um, it's definitely an environment that. Um, I want to fit in into. And has everything Phil told you come true? Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, what, I, even the one about him being the best prop at the club—that's true, <laughs> is it? Well, I think uh, all the props think that. You know, I mean, <laughs> there's no prop that doesn't think that they're actually the best prop on the market at, the, at that present moment in time. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely. I've, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Like I say, good, good, Phil. Uh, good early season to you. Um, how are you? How's this uh, this training going? And you seem good. The, the team seems good at the moment. Uh, yeah, like you say, <clears throat> early. Uh, it's still early in the season, but this is my fourth pre-season now with the Blues, and I have to say, actually, I think it is probably one of the best we've done, and, and you know, of the highest standard as well in terms of skill and the fitness work that we've done. And you know, the boys, like Nelly said, we're just pushing each other all the time, and it's and the standards have gone, gone through the roof. Don't let us have any trade secrets. But what was Jersey like? Good fun. <laughs> well, funnily enough. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> um, I was speaking to a taxi driver, actually, in Jersey, and I, I said to him, you know, what's it like living in Jersey? He said, oh, it's brilliant. It's a really safe place to live. There's never any crime, and it hasn't rained for two months. And it basically lashed it down all weekend, and some bloke murdered six people. <laughs> so, yeah, it was all right, though. It's all about... <laughs> Moving on, it's all about getting to know each other, I suppose, early doors. We do have some pre-season games. What, what do you think the players are looking to get out of that? I think really it's, um, it's interesting. We obviously had a bit of a run out against Cambridge the other night on Tuesday. And it's, um, you know, it, it kind of gives you an opportunity to, to see where you're at as a team and um, to sort of uh, really find out the different running lines of different players and how you can link up with one another. Because you can do all the sort of pre-season training you want unopposed against one another, you know. But until you actually play games, you don't really know or understand where you are at as a team in that present moment in time going into the season. So, you know, I think uh, what what we just need to concentrate on is um, doing the basics well against Saracens tonight. And um, just, you know, going out there with a lot of confidence um, and enjoying the occasion. Neil, the final question to you. Is there anyone that has uh, exceeded your expectations at the Blues? Anyone who, perhaps from a banter point of view, has surprised you a little bit? I'm sure you were well aware of what you might be getting into. 
But has anyone surprised you? There's been some, some good moments? Yeah, definitely. Pretty much uh, Phil Bolton, because he was really boring at Rotherham. But uh, he's actually quite a good lad now, so uh, he's, uh, he's exceeded my expectations. But nah, honestly, the boys, the banter flows every single training session, and it's a uh, good uh, sort of atmosphere within the squad, and everybody gets on with one another, and that's what it's all about. So it's uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Good luck. Well, good luck tonight, and uh, enjoy the rest of your pre-season, and good luck for this coming season. Thanks, lads. Thanks, Sam. This is Phil Bolton, and this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. This is Mike Howard, and this is Bedford Blues Podcast. Oh, look, I've just found Jamie Bain. Now, Jamie, you're a man responsible for a lot of things pre-season. You're the strength and conditioning man here at Bedford Blues, and uh, Rob Crowell has just stopped for a little moment there, just to sort of wait. Are you waiting on bated breath to see what he says? See what he says. But I've managed to catch you, because you're a difficult man to pin down, and, and, and I know you do a lot of work behind the scenes, and these podcasts that we put together are all about finding out people sort of behind the scenes, Jamie. You've, uh, this is your sort of second, uh, second year with yeah, the Blues? Yeah, second season, yeah. And how is pre-season for you? Because you must do, this is, must be where you earn your apples, so to speak. Well, yeah, I, I like to think so. Uh, it's certainly my busiest time of the year. Um, you know, as we come into the games now, it's, it's starting to ease off, so I'm a little bit more relaxed, so it's probably better you've caught me now. But <laughs> no, it's, it's my busiest, but it's my most enjoyable part of the season because I get a lot more time with the boys, and that's what it's all about, really. And it must be difficult because we've got sort of 35-plus players coming in and out with all sorts of different regimes, different aims, different sort of things to sort of get right about their game. It must be your file and your cross-referencing must be all fun and games to try and get the best out of each and every individual. Yeah, it can be, it can be a bit of a logistical nightmare sometimes doing individual programmes. But I think, like you say, everyone is so different, especially with our squad. We've got you know, different kind of athletes, whether they're physical, sort of more physical, more kind of speed orientated, and then we've just got some amazing, amazingly skilled ball players. So, yeah, you kind of try and cater for everyone. Um, but pre-season, which kind of a fun, fun part for them is everyone needs to do kind of the similar stuff to start with mm-hmm. and then as we go through the season it gets a bit more specific and I, I smiled then because are you going to lift the lid on anyone who's particularly good at I don't know bane of my growing up playing rugby was the beat test I mean is that anything that, that comes into professional rugby nowadays um, well some some clubs do do it um, I know previously before I was here you know Bedford used it as a kind of just a red flag first thing you do and it kind of gets the boys in together and you know, guess a bit of a blow on for that first that first session. But we, even when I came in last season, we kind of cited what we wanted to improve as kind of the strength and power side of things. Um, so the first testing we did was just a more anaerobic fitness test, a short thing. Um, and then even this season, instead of doing uh, any fitness testing at all, we just we went down to Bedford Athletic Stadium and on the indoor track and did speed and agility tests because that's where we see. Like we made good gains in sort of strength, but sort of power and speed are what we're trying to improve this season. And was there anyone who surprised you? Was there anyone you thought, oh, I wasn't quite expecting that result? Um, well, I, I did fall into this trap last year in the programme. I've mentioned a few people, and then you get in trouble for not mentioning <laughs> everyone. But so I won't. You're say not going to name names. I'll say some of the props are actually surprisingly <laughs> fast. To be fair to them, um, but uh, you know we got some some good athletes and you know a lot of potential. And you know, still 
a lot of them are quite young with, with room to improve as well, so it's, it's exciting. How much remit do you have? I mean, do you look after um, everything from what they're eating and monitoring their sort of off complete off-field sort of session? Or do, how, how much responsibility do you give to them? I mean, how does it work? Well, you know, in the environment we're in, we, we have to give a lot of responsibility to them. I mean, in an ideal world, you know, we'd have a full-time nutritionist, but, you know, that's, that's not the world we're in. Um, so to be fair to them, you know, they do, they do look after themselves quite well. Um, and most of them know what they should and shouldn't be eating. Uh, but there are times when you've got to kind of relax and let them enjoy themselves. Um, and certainly sort of after games, you know, perhaps it's not the healthiest food, but they just need calories to get in them. Uh, and we don't have sort of many problems with boys with body fat. We've, we've kind of concentrated a bit more this year because, you know, a leaner athlete is, you know, a fitter, you know, a faster athlete. So we're trying to... Uh, emphasize it but it's i think the boys you know they they look at their body fat percentage as well and you know they they work hard to get it down if you know especially if it is a big issue is there more responsibility obviously with the individual because of the type of club we are is that the sort of yeah um it and the kind of time that we have to spend with them um you know that they're only here you know three three hours a day and you know they've got that responsibility um and like i say they all want to, you know, perform well at this level or go higher. So they realise they've got to kind of look after, you know, what they put into them and, and how they train as well. Weight sessions are a big part of obviously what any rugby player wants to do. Um, do these happen during the day? Am I right? Under yeah, a well, lot of players under own, own speed. Yeah, we've got a few a few guys full time. So we have the forwards and backs in the morning, uh, and then there's another group who come just before training and. Uh, do their weights then and straight out onto the pitch which is tough but you know no complaints in pre-season they get out there and work work pretty hard on the rugby training as well afterwards um, it's one of those things that in a, you know again in an ideal world perhaps wouldn't happen but you know they perform well and you know you see see Toops uh, you know lifting weights and and he still gets out there and performs at his age it's you know it's pretty impressive and no complaints as well now I'm a pretty average Joe. I have um, some bits on me that perhaps are not as trim as I would <laughs> like them to be. I'm sure many of our listeners and Blues fans are probably always wanting to sort of get a bit fitter. Is there anything that you would suggest that people sort of look at first? Is there any sort of t- I'm looking for top tips, I suppose. Top That's tips. what I'm after um, from yourself, from straight from the Blues strength and conditioning coach. Uh, I think I think it's important to have a kind of specific goal, whether it's for the average Joe, whether it's you know. Get, you know, get down a dress size, or you know, in my dresses are down, down, big. <laughs> down a waist size in your jeans. Um, I, th- I think that's important, and then kind of think what you need to do to get to that. And you know, usually the first one is kind of nutrition. You've got to watch what you eat, and I think most people know what they should and shouldn't eat. But it's you know, it's that that being you know a little bit strict with yourself, and just doing something you enjoy. I think you know, and I've played touch rugby with you, and I know I know that's worked worked for you to get in good shape. So just right. just something that's you know fun and they're going to stick to, and uh, and if it's social as well, then all, See, all the we, better. We, we've suddenly got a group of, of, of fine athletes, Neil Cochran and Phil Bolton. They they do well with you. Are they are they good boys. Edit it. I say I lose weight. They good boys. Uh, yeah, they're, they're not bad. <laughs> still, still, always still room to improve. <laughs> 
consummate answer. Look, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you, Jamie. I'm going to let you get away because I know that you've got huge amounts on and Sasha's about to run us over. But anyway, look after yourself. I'm sure you will this season. We'll see you in and about, but thank you very much for your time. Cheers, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you very much. Roberts for the uh, August podcast. Uh, I've managed to uh, sneak into uh, one of the many uh, Bedford Blues sort of uh, business lunches and we're here courtesy of Mazars and we'll speak to uh, their man in a moment but Mike I'm going to uh, have a word with you. Mike Rea you're here. Uh, the Blues getting involved in, uh, in uh, sort of business events like this is always good for the, for the club to be part of uh, the community as it were. Yeah we're always um, a prominent part of the, the business community. It's Golden the, the Roads are very much a focal point of the town, and um, you know our interaction with the local businesses is hugely important to us from a sponsorship uh, perspective. And um, you know this has been going on for, for many number of years, and you know we've taken today to, to, to introduce a few of the new players to to, to the business group, and uh, we will be doing that through the course of the season as well. Uh, we have got a couple of players here, David Vincent and, uh, and Josh Bassett. Uh, David, first of all, this sort of thing, I know you're used to sort of putting on uh, your jersey and playing a bit of rugby, but this is part of a, a modern rugby player's sort of bit, isn't it, really, getting involved with, with businesses? Yeah, so it's always good um, talking to the businesses, seeing the faces around the grounds, and the people who's putting interest in the club. It's always good to give something back, give them insight to how we're training and what actually goes on in the club, and uh, just give them a bit back because they're giving a lot towards us. Absolutely, and Josh, uh, on your, your, your part, n- new part of, of what's going on here at Bedford Blues, and it's good for you as a young player to see what, what makes this club tick. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, these people have been at this club longer than me and been helping this club longer than me, so it's good to see what they put into it, and hopefully I can put something into it so they can be proud of even more and that this club can achieve more than what it already has. I'm also joined by David Birch from Mazars. Uh, Mazars have been involved with the Blues for a long time, and this is obviously something you enjoy doing. Uh, very much so, and uh, what we see it is part of the support for the local community, much as Mike says, but the involvement with Bedford Rugby Club goes back a long way. We are official sponsors as Mazars. We do like to organise the Rugby Club lunch and to have the support of both Mike, Andy and, and the players gives us an insight really into what the club is doing and also because we have a lot of professional people here, hopefully opens up avenues for them to take part in events, to come to matches, to come to the marquee and actually even hire the uh, clubhouse now and again, I think, Mike. <laughs> well, you do a wonderful job for us. Thank you very much indeed and thank you very much for everyone here. Well done. This is Dale Vinadol and this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to be uh, joined on the Bedford Blues Podcast by uh, Jamie Leonard and John Fisher. Uh, Welcome, gentlemen. We're here at Goldington Road. First question, of course, to you, Jamie, is how you've settled in. How's it been coming to this new club of yours? It's been awesome. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a bit of a weird pre-season for me because for the first month when everyone was getting to know each other, I was still uh, locked away in a rehab room with the physios. Um, So I didn't really do my first session until uh, until 1st of August, um, around that sort of time. Um, So it's been quite a short pre-season for me, but uh, yeah, it's been good. Good laughs. John, with you, much of the same? You found it, found it good? Yeah, no, it's been good. Um, there's some hard work early on, a lot of running and stuff, but 
you know, it was nice to be in a new a new setting. It's quite refreshing. So, new bunch of guys. The you know the guys that have been here for a long time you know, took to us well. So, it was good and a lot of hard work. And just happy now that the the, the, the important games are rolled around. And um, you come to a club like Bedford. I mean, how much did you know? I mean, you've both played sort of Championship rugby or for sides in the Championship before. How much did you know about Bedford before coming here? I knew a bit. I knew you know the style of rugby. Um, I, I spoke to uh, obviously the coaches before I'd signed, and um, I knew some of the lads up here, and everyone I spoke to, it was all all, all positive things, you know. And um, from some of the tries they were scoring last year, they're pretty exciting rugby. Um, I know Mike's trying to get that side of rugby into uh, into Bedford, and I think we're succeeding at the moment. Um, and hopefully, we with the new players can carry that on this season. Both of you, John, have stepped down from Premiership clubs. For you, was that a an easy decision? Um, <laughs> it wasn't an easy decision unfortunately it was the only decision uh, <laughs> but it was the best thing uh, without a doubt for me to do uh, for me to, to get back and for me to play the rugby that I want to play and to be playing rugby so it's a lot more glamorous to be at a premiership club perhaps and not, and not play but um, I need to just roll my sleeves up this year and, and play some hard rugby and, and get that hard season rugby under my belt a lot of players have come through that route and a lot of players say that there isn't anything like playing competitive games of rugby and I suppose that's what you're after here at Bedford Blues, Jamie. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I had a pretty tough year with uh, injuries last year so um, I've been in the situation before where I played um, 31 out of 32 games before I joined Irish and, and it always gives you a good stepping stone to go into the Premiership. Um, I'd quite like to, uh, to build something a bit more here at Bedford now because I only spent one year last time in the Championship, which probably wasn't long enough for me, because um, you can get in the Premiership and you, you get told all the right things, and uh, and then you find out there's there's four people in front of you. So, uh, so yeah, um, I'm just excited about playing. You know, we've got some good competition. Jakey uh, Jakey Sharp's a really good player, and um, some other really good um, halfbacks here. So, um, I know Dan and Steph are fighting it out at nine. So, the competition looks really strong, and um, you know we're building something here. It's not a one-year thing for me. Um, I'd quite like to build it for a few years here and, uh, and hopefully go somewhere with, uh, with Bedford. You yourself have stepped into a rather busy back row area. There's yeah. a lot of competition there, but it, yeah. it seems to me as though it's all going very well. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, th- there are some good players here, and that was, and that was important for me when, when I was thinking about coming here. Obviously, you've got people like Toops who are masters of the dark arts, and, and there's some good skillful guys here. You know, it's crazy that, you know, Sash hasn't played Premiership rugby yet, but I'm sure, you know, he'll get his opportunity. But... We're just that's the good thing about it. There's a good work ethic in this back row and, and across the team. So that's important and you know, sometimes that can that can get you wins when you shouldn't, so that's important. Excellent. And about the championship, this uh, league has improved and continues to improve and there's a lot of very good teams out there. This uh, league will be very heart fought and perhaps you've stepped into the one that's maybe the widest open of the last few, would you say, Jamie? Yeah, definitely. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean I know Quite a few teams have doubled their um, doubled their uh, salary cap. You know they've really, really raised it up, um, and, and three or four teams are, are openly gunning for it, um, which makes it a really exciting league. Um, I know Leeds have struggled, um, but you know, not not um, taking too lightly. They'll be uh, they'll be a strong strong team still this year. They always are, um, and they and they're, they've played it played it three or four years where they've been up and down, so they know what they're doing. Um, but I know Cornish Pirates have been going hard and Nottingham my first game I know they're pushing hard and um, some great great teams out there but you know Bedford will be doing the same thing again um, we were pretty gutted last year as a team we discussed it already in pre-season and uh, not to get any silverware and I think you know we want to step up again and, uh, and go on further
Now, I've been a little bit unfair. I always corner two boys before pre-season and ask them some tricky questions about guys that they're sharing a changing room with, and this time is no different. And unfortunately, it's you two that are going to get the, the questions on various players. And they're, they're, they're choice questions, so you will get a choice of players, OK? And I'll go to you first, John, OK? We'll, go f- we'll make it forwards-back, shall we? So right, if you win this, you. you win for the forwards, right, and definitely. Jamie, if you win, you win for the backs, OK? So settle an old argument, I would have thought. Uh, first question to you. Which player received more yellow cards last season for the Blues? Is it A, Sasha Harding, or B, Paul Tupai? I'm definitely going with B. Definitely going with B. Paul Tupai? Yeah. I'm afraid it's Sasha Harding. Oh, Oh, he's let one go. A little bit of a trick one there to start with. (laughs) Who scored more tries for Bedford Blues in the Championship last season? A, Ollie Dodge. B, Brendan Burke. Question to Jamie. Um, that would be dodgy. He's right. He's right. That's, he, easy. That's not even a tester, is it? Well, I, Brendan's d- got no wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh! And that's how to ingratiate yourself in the changing room. Good work. <laughs> uh, let's, um, let's go back. Oh, that, was a, that was a tough thing to say there. Question to you. We'll go back to you, Jamie, because this is perhaps your department. Um, can you name the only Bedford Blues player what? named in the Rugby Times Dream Team 15 for last year? Andre. No, it wasn't. Do you want to guess? I know that. Um, the tens, Miles Dorian. Oh, it was the year before. The only man to make it was number nine, Daryl Veenendahl. Oh. oh, he made it onto the bench of the dream team. So you'll lose points with your scrum half partner there. You'll be disappointed with that one. Um, and um, last question for you, and it's a bit of a history question. When was Bedford Blues founded? Um, 1886. <laughs> <laughs> 1886, absolutely right. That's that is great, great knowledge. knowledge. And he's that is, way, obviously, <laughs> that's a different level, obviously. So, 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 how many years have we been going? Um, that would be 115. 125. 125 anniversary, correct, this year. You see, these boys do know something or other. Well, I don't know what that settled. I don't know what the score was. I, I think maybe Jamie, yeah, I won, back, I won, I won, I both of you have won. Yeah. That's not settled it at all. Rugby's the winner. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. A very good luck this season. I think you've both shown sparkling form pre-season. Business starts on Saturday. Good luck with it all. And uh, Sunday. Thank you. I'll edit that in. (laughs) Business starts on Sunday. Uh, Thanks so much for your time. And we'll speak to you soon. Cheers. just about it for this edition of the Bedford Blues podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Things seem to be going well at the Blues. Everything seems to be pointing in the right direction. And I think this is going to be another very good season at Goldington Road. I hope to see you there. I hope to see you away at some of the games following the mighty Bedford Blues. My name has been Sam Roberts and I'll talk to you again on the next Bedford Blues podcast. <laughs>